stylish movie making, you can generally rely on the French. One man with Gallic flair in abundance is Luc Besson. The genial Parisian has been involved in over a hundred films as either a writer, producer or director, including much-loved cult classics Nikita, The Big Blue and Lyon. His latest project is CGI sci-fi epic Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, a sumptuous visual feast based on the comics he loved as a kid. I'm Edith Bowen and you're listening to Soundtracking, a podcast celebrating the sounds of cinema and television with the biggest names in the business. Much of Luke's work has been scored by his longtime friend Eric Serra, of which more in a moment. But in the case of Valerian, he turned to Alexandre Desplat just to shake things up a bit. Luc Besson. Yes. It's a pleasure, sir. And we are going to talk about music, if that's okay with you. We'll start with Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which you work with Alexandre Desplat as your composer on this. Why was he the right person for this particular project? First, I, I worked with a composer for many, many years called Eric Serra, and he's my friend since I'm 17. So after a certain point, we're like an old couple. <laughs> yeah. We can't surprise each other. And <laughs> I decide a few years ago to, to do one film with Eric and one film without Eric. Yeah. So at least when we see each other again, you know, we want to love each other again. And, yeah. And it's working. So, and, and Alexandre Desplat is very famous. I love his music and uh, I met him a few times. And I like the guy. He worked on a couple of huge films. He worked on Star Wars and Harry Potter. and So he has the experience of this kind of film. introduction, the way that we're introduced to the film, it's like a music video, you know, it's yeah. a historical music video in the way that you've used David Bowie to all these actual events that have happened, which I think is a fantastic introduction into your world. How easy was it to get to use that track and why was that the one that you wanted to use? Oh, I, I dream about this track for a long time. I have the opportunity to uh, to work with David before. Uh, I did a film called Arthur and the and the Minimoys and he, he made the villain, Maltazar. <laughs> And he, he was just like amazing. I'm so uh, so sad that I couldn't show him the scene, yeah. what we have done with her, with his song, because I want that so much. <laughs> and then uh, and then he left a little earlier, as usual. They all left too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An amazing man, so sweet. Uh, this is ground control to major tongue. You've really made the grave. And the papers want to know. Today, for here am I 
In your filmmaking, does music come into the conversation? Do you use music when you're writing? I think I cannot write any lines without music. I have to put, you know, the earphone and, and put some music. And when I'm working on the film, usually I take one album and I'm listening to it on the loop for two, three years. Whoa, okay. Because it's almost like a metronome. Yeah. The music put me back at the same place the day after. So when as soon as I put the music, I'm in the mood of the the mood I I, I was the day before, and that's the continuation of uh, of the journey of the writing. It's almost like a message who put me back yeah. in the film. What was the music for Valerian that you listened? It was to? the the last album of uh, Amy Winehouse that I listened for. Uh, Almost three years, I think. <laughs> he, he left no time to regret. His with his same old safe bed. And I tread a troubled My arms are stacked. I switch during the shooting. Yeah. I switch with the last album of Rihanna. Okay. Anti. Yeah. And then, then I switch for almost a year. <laughs> I come fluttering in front of Valentine. Can never stop me. No, 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 no. I know you try to. I come riding in on a pale white horse. And in now I still less fortunate. I do advise. such a great insight into trying to get the tone and the pace I guess as well for films and has that been the case for for all your films that yeah, you've, you've yeah, done that? oh wow so. can you tell me some of the other albums or records uh, I think for uh, Malavita I was listening to Gorillaz a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's where there's a song uh, of Gorillaz in the thing I ain't happy I'm 
Yeah, the lady, uh, the film about Aung San Suu Kyi, the Burmese leader. I was listening to Shade a lot. Nice. What forms the decision of the albums that you choose? You know, why was Shade the album that you? No, it's the re- it's the reverse. Okay, it it's chooses the- you. Yeah. That's lovely. I love that. as well as Alexander's work. Cara worked with Pharrell on a track, yeah. which is great. It's perfect. Your step makes me freeze, but I can't stay still. Those eyes keep me up longer than any other pill. And I know being together, we feel like forever. But now, more than ever, I feel everything. Feeling everything. You make me feel so crazy, I've never felt so sane Beaten up by love, but the feeling still remains You should know, if you want it, it's yours So come and get it, right now, more than ever I feel everything, feeling everything All I got, I'm yours, I'll give it to you like 20 years old and she has a great amazing voice and she said you know can I propose something for the credits at the end and I said yeah yeah sure you can propose I mean I was polite and she came back with a song and I was just like amazed and I couldn't believe that she wrote the lyrics and the music it's Alexian and she's That's at the niece. end yeah wow <laughs> I must say that at the beginning I didn't trust her enough but I was polite I would say yeah sure try Wow, what a wonderful platform for her as well to be part of this. Yeah, sure. So many people to hear music. Amazing. I gotta find myself, gonna find it now. I gotta be a man, I gotta find him now. I gotta be a man. I gotta be the man. I gotta find myself. 
if I talked about some of your other films and music because you yeah, talk sure. about that relationship with Eric and when I re-watched The Big Blue recently the director's cut the theme you know that opening scene as well and before you hear any dialogue you hear music and it does it sets the tone it puts you in a place what were the conversations you had with Eric about what you wanted for The Big Blue it's funny because the open scene where you have the theme of The Big Blue he came up with a, a theme mm. and it was not good it was not at the level uh, it was maybe a little too automatic or maybe he didn't catch exactly the thing. And then I say, Eric, listen to the temp music I put on it. And I screened the scene with the temp music. And the, the temp music was so well in it that it makes him cry. And then suddenly he got the, the, got the emotion of the scene. So he said, I, I get it. I'm sorry. Let me come back with it. And he came back a few days later with the theme. And I, I remember telling him, I don't see the sea in your music. I want to hear whales, I want to hear dolphins, I want to see the sea in the music. And that's what he come back with and it was great. when you can listen to the soundtrack to a film in isolation and it is as powerful as when you watch it with the film is the sign of a great great score and the big blue for me is one of those it's sign of a great score and a great mind on on your concern because mm. some people cannot dream as easily as that but uh, you know it was funny at the time at the big blue there's this guy called me uh, he's working in a psychiatric hospital and he said, you know, I, I send you this letter just to tell you that we're passing the music of the Big Blue to certain patients and we have big progress. <laughs> and I was, I was like, wow, that, I didn't expect that.
also within the kind of narrative of the the kind of story of the Big Blue with, you know, Alonso's character when he's at the piano and can John play the piano or never quite. Yeah, he's a pretty good player, yeah? John Reno. Yeah. You let him just go for his life, whatever he wanted to play. Or no, we rehears, we rehears before. <laughs> you asked me if I had any questions. Ah, you finally want to know about the women. <laughs> and then Uncle Louis as well, and he has the, I can't remember what the piece of music is that is blasting out in the flat. It's a her heroic charge. I love that scene. It just yeah. makes you chuckle. It's yeah. fantastic. Was that in the script? Yes. that particular piece of music because it makes it very ridiculous the guy is like you know this big beethoven or wagner no i think it's wagner wagner and and it's just like huge it's almost apocalypse now in the bathtub yeah yeah <laughs> And then quickly, a, a little bit on Leon, please, if you wouldn't mind as well, because that beautiful opening piece of score as we kind of glide across New York. I love that. earlier about how music can say more than the words can and when we meet Matilda for the first time how the music complements meeting a young girl and gives us a little insight into her character almost in a way. Yeah, it's true.
conversations you had with Eric with regards to, to Leon and what you were doing? Eric, at the time, uh, on Leon, because I shoot kind of disorder, he couldn't really see the film, so he was not very paying attention to the film. It's very strange. It takes him a while, and then suddenly I've seen the cut, and he realized, and he said, whoa, that's good. <laughs> so he changed a little bit after that, but I, I must say the first few weeks he was giving things without understanding exactly yeah. the film, but sometime, you know, he was lucky that it comes good. Nikita there is one when she's in this restaurant and she tried to kill people and one night I come to this studio and they say oh and I have this this thing this theme but uh pff, no no I'm not gonna no, no it's okay I say Eric we never know just just he say all right okay but you know honestly it's just like this on the side and it was that and I say Eric are you crazy he said, no, that's crazy. That music is crazy. And it, it's totally a tone. And I said, it's perfect. So let's use it. So it, it was like a few seconds away from the garbage, the wow. thing. And it, it's probably one of the pieces that I love the most in, uh, in Nikita. I'm very proud of Eric is the uh, the opening scene in Lucy with the cells because believe me writing a music when you just have cells on the on the image it's yeah. not easy and he finds something really really interesting I think
What do you see music being within the elements of, of making a film? We, you know, I always think that the music is the second dialogue. You know, the first dialogue is the guy put his knees on the floor and say, I love you. And then the music say... Da, 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 da. So the music is continuing the dialogue. The music is saying, and I will love you forever, and you're so gorgeous. And the first day I see you, I'm falling in love with you. All this is saying by the music. Mm. But you can also have the guy putting his, his knee on the floor and give the, the flower, and he say nothing. Da, 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 da. And then he says, I love you. So you really have to play with these two tones, the dialogue, the written dialogue, and the music, which is actually written on paper the same way yeah. than, than dialogues. Yeah. And you have to use one or the other or both in the same time as a compliment all the time. So that, that's how I'm working on the thing. Amazing. Listen, I could talk to you for hours. I've even talked about Singing in the Rain as well from Leon, which is <laughs> magical. Thank you for your time. You're really welcome. Singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feel, and I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart, and I'm ready for love. Let the stormy clouds chase. Everyone from the place Come on with the rain I've a smile on my face I'll walk down the lane With a happy refrain Just singing, singing in the rain As featured in Leon, that's Singing in the Rain by Gene Kelly, rounding off this latest episode of Soundtracking with Luc Besson. Huge thanks to Luc for taking the time to talk to us. What a thoroughly likeable gentleman. Check your listings for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which will be in theatres very soon, if not already. You can find a track list for the show via edithbowman.com, which is also the place to subscribe to this podcast and catch up with all of our previous interviews. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We are at Soundtracking UK. And please do tell your friends about us if you like what you hear. Next up is Sarah Bridge, a music supervisor, introduced to us by John Ridley back in episode 37 very much look forward to the pleasure of your company then.